Previously on Let It Resonate, we have to let go of the people-pleasing ways. And let's go back to oldie but goodie. Nine times out of ten, we're using our false representative to please others. Let's go Let's go ahead and lay that the rest. Let's go ahead and, um, what is the word? Quiet quitting? Let's quiet, can we quiet quit the false representative? The people-pleasing ways? Hey guys, welcome or welcome back to another episode of Let It Resonate with your host, Jalen Darling. This is part two of People Pleasing. So if you haven't heard part one, go ahead and pause this episode, put a pin in it, listen to part one, and we'll pick right back up where you left off. Let's go ahead and get into this episode. So clearly people pleasing is something I am working on actively to this day. But some emotions and effects of people pleasing that I have witnessed is anger and frustration. Even when you say yes and you're like, crap, I'm freaking exhausted but I said yes to that extra shift and now it you're reluctant and you hesitate and you have bad feelings and emotions going into the thing you said you want to do because you probably don't need to do it in the first place and then you always feel like someone's taking advantage of you and I'll be real yes there are some people that try to take advantage of your people-pleasing ways but there are also a handful of maybe two handfuls of people that are just asking you something. They don't know you're going through something. They don't know you're depleted. They don't know you need to give to yourself first. And so they're just simply asking. And then you're like, oh, they're going to take advantage of me. No, you're taking advantage of yourself by not advocating for yourself. We cannot depend on someone to advocate for us. Just how men are not mind readers, women, children, mommies, daddies, kids, whoever are not mind readers. Let's be real. If you have problems going on in your relationship that requires you to take some time back from certain things, how the hell does your job, your boss know that you're going through these? If you didn't tell them, you were going through these problems. So they, when they ask you to work an extra shift and you say yes, they're not taking advantage of you in the sense of they know I'm going I'm going through this breakup or I'm going through this really rough patch. They don't fucking know that. They asked you to do something. You have the right to say no. And we leave it there. And like I said, yes, there there are the people that purposely manipulate you based off of your actions and your presence of being there and helping them. But I'm talking about those who don't know. Those are just simply asking you a simple favor. Hey, girl, can you talk for a second? I need a vent. They didn't know you had a shitty day at work today. Hey, girl, I need a decompress. You mind if I can call you? And you can say no because you need a decompress too. That does not mean your girlfriend's taking advantage of you. That means you're not advocating for yourself. They're outsourcing, and right now you're not the outsource. They don't know that, though. They don't know you just got into a fender bender and you didn't tell them. They don't know your boss yelled at you. They don't they don't know any of that. So who's going to advocate for you? You. Another emotion that comes from this is stress and anxiety. You're super first and foremost, you're super stressed if people like you. You're super stressed if you're doing something right. Oh, my God. Will they get upset? Anxiety. Oh my goodness. If if I don't show up to this party, even though I have a head cold, ah, is this gonna is this gonna change my friendship? Yeah, no. And it all leads to a depleted willpower for yourself. We've gave so much that now when it's time to give to yourself, it's like, oh yeah, I don't I don't have it in me. 
And that is something I went through these last couple weeks. It got to the point where I sat in my car after work for three hours. Three hours. There's three hours I could have gave to my business, my body, like working out, um, my podcast. But I was so depleted after working extra shifts, staying longer, talking to this person, helping this person through this, talking to this person, helping you with this, helping you with that, answering you this, answering that, stretching you here, stretching you there. That, yeah, three hours of my day sat in my car trying to get the willpower to walk up the stairs. And I'm being honest with you guys. I tell you guys all the time, I want to be authentic, open, and vulnerable with you guys. This was me three weeks ago for like the past two, three months. So when I last episode, when I said I needed to rest, I needed to rest. And I'm still resting and I'm still putting my cup back together and filling it up and filling it up. Like I said, I'm, I know I'm not in the place to pour right now. My little pouring might be droplets. If I used to show up, it might you might get a motivational text right now. If I used to give some coins, you're getting the motivational text right now. You may even just get a thumbs up and a heart emoji. But that's okay, because I'm advocating and putting myself first. And like I said, everyone in my life, my closest friends, my family, the people who know, they're okay with that. They, our relationship, our friendship has not changed because of this. And that's that's amazing, and I love it. And that's that's what happens when you show up as your authentic self. You get authentic relationship. You get authentic friendship. You get people that, that authentically care and value you despite how you show up. Whether it's showing up in person, sending them that text, they know you are deep down a kind person and that it's okay. We all go through some things. And no one has faulted me and I, I'm very grateful for all my friends. No one's just faulting me if I haven't shown up, I haven't texted back, because they know. And one thing about it, I'm very grateful that I, I didn't tell them at first. But now that they know, they say, hey, you mind if we talk? I want to get something off my chest. It's, you know, it, and it's just a mutual respect. And that's what you want in your friendships and your relationships and relationships in the family. Yeah. These, matriarch, these matriarchs of the family gotta respect your boundaries too or they won't get a phone they won't they won't get a pickup either the phone call will go un, unheard unanswered mom dad big sister big brother if you need to put yourself first that's okay that does not mean you don't care about them that it does not it's especially unfortunately in I feel like I see it more, I mean, I'm black, so I guess I can speak for a black household. I see it a lot in a black household where it's like, dang, like, I'm exhausted. I don't have nothing left to give. And your mom come, your mom comes and says, oh, hey, by the way, can you do this? And you're like, ah, I can't. But it's also like, how do I tell my mom no? No. No. And I, I'm saying this for, like, my 20 and up, Okay. Mom says, hey, can you watch your sibling? Hey, can you watch the cat? Hey, sorry, I can't right now because you're sitting on your couch crying, having a meltdown. I can't right now. Little brother, little sister, big brother, big sister. No, I can't right now. Grandma, grandpa, auntie, uncles, cousins. Blood does not mean they can drain your energy more. 
blood does not mean you have this backstage access to my energy, my time, and my yes. I'm here to tell you. And respectfully, just like anybody else, if a family member does not like your no, or you realize, they realize they're not benefiting because you have boundaries and you're not people-pleasing, distance yourself. It's okay. Because at the end of the day, you have yourself first. You need to advocate for yourself first. And I like to think that family will understand it more because they were there longer. But I realize that in some people's households, it's not like that. But don't stress yourself out because it's not like that. Because baby, that's more on them than you. Kind sir, that's more on them than you. So don't compromise yourself for some bloodline now. Okay? Respectfully, blood blood is at the hospital. They got donors all the time. And no, this doesn't mean hate your family or anything like that. This means that someone's title, someone's closeness, someone's genetics does not give them the right to overstep your boundaries, overstep your no, for you to automatically become this people pleaser to them. And let's be real, we see it a lot in the mother-daughter role. Um, I feel like father-son at some point, but then they, you know, hit some rift. But mother-daughter roles is like, you want to make them happy. You want to make sure you're making your mom happy. But make sure you are happy and God willing that your happiness makes your mom happy. For me, that's the case. My happiness makes my mom's happy. That makes my mom happy. It's never been, I think you should be a doctor. I literally came to my mom, maybe, at least I stay in the same like career field, but I came to my mom once a year with a new job title at high school, at high school and college. It started off with athletic training for two years. Yeah, mommy, I'm gonna do athletic training. Okay, good job, Jalen. Do you know how you wanna pursue it? Yes, okay, great. College, oh, mommy, I wanna do physical therapy. Okay, Jalen, are you signed up for the right classes? Are you on track for that? Yes, I am. Okay, does that make you happy? Yes. I came back after my physical therapy internship. Mommy, I don't like this one. Mm -mm. I want to go back to athletic training. Okay, Jalen, is it going to change your rate, like your track for college? No, I don't think so. Okay, go ahead. Put your best force what you want to do. And then I came to her and created my own business. And not saying I cultivated stretch the stretch industry, but it's so new. I want to be part of this new wave and this new curve that is growing into the stretch and mobility industry. And my mom is right on board, making shirts and all. But if my mom said, oh, I think I need a medical doctor as a daughter, that's where I have to step in and say, mm, I can stretch you. We have to set that boundary. And maybe if for you is not your mom, maybe it's your aunt, whoever's closest to you that you love them and you don't want to disappoint them. And that's beautiful and I love that for you. But don't let that slip into a people-pleasing mindset for them because they are family, because you look up to them, because you don't want to disappoint them. Don't fall for the trap. And it's not just family, guys. The workplace. Oh, my goodness. Ooh, I'm talking to myself. But the workplace is a real place to do this as well because that is your boss. And you want to make sure you get that check. You want to make sure you're on track for that annual bonus. You want to make sure when it's time for reviews, yours is on point so you can get that bonus, so you can get that promotion. Yeah. Don't slip into people-pleasing trying to chase a bag, especially in a nine-to-five that you don't really want. 
If you're there because you have to be, great. Love that for you. See it through, my boy, and make sure you're pursuing your dreams, you know, when you can. But you don't even want to be here. This is not your passion. You're, you're fulfilling someone else's passion and you're compromising yourself and you're not setting boundaries and you're people pleasing because of the title boss. Again, titles does, titles do not give someone the right, this all access pass to walk over you, this backstage pass to your energy and your boundaries. They do not. Just, and I love this example. Professors, for me, I don't know about y'all, my professors in college said any messages, emails sent after 5.30 p.m. will be answered at my next earliest convenience. My, my professor might have their laptop open reading my message at 5.31 p.m. And they don't have to respond to me until Monday at 8 a.m. if they want to. That way, they're not giving and overextending to us outside their given work hours. That way, they're not constantly being accessed by their students. They don't want that. And respectfully, as if you have ever been or you are a student or just use your imagination, how annoyed would you be on a Saturday trying to turn up and your professor is emailing you about an assignment? And it's not even important. It's just talking about, hey, just want to let you know this assignment's coming up. Here's all you... No. I, my student hours are my student hours. You are now in my city girl hours. Now, ma'am. Or now you're in my, my summer girl hours playing Sims. No, ma'am. Or, or my TV show hours. It is what it is. I'm doing whatever, whatever I want to do. Or maybe you're, maybe you're working on your business. Maybe you're taking care of your child. But we have to have this reservoir or this level where it's, People, despite their titles, cannot reach us, cannot be in a place where we overextend or pick up or adopt the people-pleasing tactics and mentality because of the title they have in our life, because they're family, because they're mom, because they raised me, because they're my mentor, because they're, because they're my professor, because they're my boss. Now, and with that being said, how can we, how can we work on it? How can we work on people pleasing? I'm glad you guys asked. Because my answer is, as the TikTok trend says, your villain era. And no, this is not villain, might committing crimes, please do not. The misdemeanors and felonies are real. But your villain era in the sense of, you might have to be the villain of somebody's story because you told them no, because you protected your peace because you're on E and you don't have anything else to give right now. And like I said in previous episodes, and I'm pretty sure in this specific episode, when you start putting yourself first and you start valuing yourself and you start protecting your energy in the sense of you're not pouring from an empty cup anymore, you're not people pleasing, the only people that's gonna be phased by it, that's gonna be bothered by it are the people that can no longer benefit off your lack of boundaries off your people-pleasing ways. That's it. So let them scatter. Let them, let them get a little antsy. Let them be mad. Because at this point, they were a leech in your life. They were only benefiting off your lack of, your lack of authenticity, a lack of self, your lack of boundaries, but your abundance of people-pleasing, your abundance of overachieving for their benefit. 
that's not the people we want in our life. And baby, I, I hate, as Kiki Palmer said, I hate to break it to you. I don't know who that man is. I, I hate to be the one to tell you. You have to get, uh, you have to get comfortable with upsetting people for being yourself, for valuing yourself, for saying, no, I can't right now. Saying, hey, I'm not in the place to do that right now. My best friend told me, I, I am a giver. I am a gift giver. But he straight up said, he said, look, don't you ever try to give from an empty pocket. Don't ever give to the point where you can't come back and have comfortable money for yourself. Comfortable as in spending, saving, investing, and bill money. And if someone is upset because you don't have it right now, you need to reevaluate why they're in their, your life. Are they only benefiting when you have it or when you give when you don't even have it? So yeah, I'm gonna be the one to tell you again. Get comfortable with upsetting others for valuing yourself and being your authentic self. The right ones will stick. Let them exit stage left because they weren't supposed to be there in the first place. You stop people pleasing, you stop overachieving, overachieving on others' behalf, you stop, you stop having lack of boundaries, and they get upset, exit stage left. They was never here. They was in the wrong room anyway. Because the right people will stay. And your peace and your well-being is most important. Because you can't even show up to work or as a family member or as a mom or as a dad or however you need to show up if you're not your whole authentic self. Take care of yourself as you would a child. When... I don't know if you have children, but if you, I can only assume from the talks I have with my friends, none of us have any <laughs> desire to be a child of here anytime soon, but there is this spoken and unspoken understanding that when we do, you better not mess with my baby. So let's say you have kids or you will have kids. Your kid comes home and says, this person said, I'm stupid. I'm ugly. I'm fat. You're going to be like, yeah, well, it might be true, baby. No. You want to sit there and tell your kid everything they are. Don't listen to these people. Don't listen to the haters. But when it happens to us, we, we, we sink down and say, well, maybe they're right. Maybe I'm not good enough to start this business. Maybe I do need to go ahead and get this nine to five job. Maybe I do need to put my business on the back burner. Maybe I do need to just give up because the weight's not dropping off. But if there was a kid in the picture, that's not, we would go hard for them. I need us to go hard for ourselves. And this is to me, this next one. <clears throat> Would you not feed your kid for 12 hours? I wish this was live so I can know who I need to call some services on. But would you not feed your kid for 12 hours? Would you say, oh my God, I only eat, eaten three meals in the past five days? Or would you say, oh my God, my kid's only eaten three meals in the past five days? Would you say it comfortably? Would you be proud of that? Oh, but why are you proud of it when you do it to yourself? Hmm. Hmm. Where is the mirror so I can talk to myself? Hmm. I will do better, but you do better too if you're skipping meals. Talking about you want a dump truck. No. You about to be in a wheelchair. Eat. But yeah, it, that's the best way I can put it. Value yourself as if you would a child. Because there is so much nurture, tender, loving care to this very fragile life 
And sometimes we have to look at ourselves that way. No, we're not fragile and expensive. We're going to break, but we need to nurture and love for ourselves as, as we were when we were children. And if we weren't, as we wish we were when we were children. So go ahead and adjust. Present your most authentic self. Adjust your people-pleasing ways. Slowly phase them out. I understand Rome wasn't built in a day, but work on them. Work on being and valuing your most authentic self and be aware enough that when you are in, a, when your cup is empty, when you're that, you know, your, your gas looking a little low, take time to recharge, to refuel yourself before you try and give to others. Let them adjust or get the fuck on. It is what it is. If you're presenting your most authentic self, you're putting up boundaries, you're no longer people pleasing, they adjust or they get on. It is that simple. It sounds really harsh, but it it's very matter of fact, yes, but it's needed because we have to advocate for ourselves. And like I said, sometimes people don't even try to, oh, manipulate you or take from you. They're genuinely asking. And if you genuinely just don't have it to give, but you say yes anyway because you don't want them to be upset, well, now you're not advocating for yourself. It's really not even on them. You could have told them no. And you'll be this Jenga tile where all the missing pieces, and when it's you're like, oh yeah, I'm a solid foundation, um, it's like 12 blocks moved, removed from your tower that you gave out to the world. Don't know when they're coming back. You're this unstable Jenga tower. So yeah, you need to be the Jenga tower that is glued together. No pieces are flying out. None of your pieces are going out to the world. No pieces of you. No compromising yourself. And like I said earlier, you will not please everybody. There will still be that one little weirdo, scum bucket, scallywag, whatever you want to call them in your feelings, that doesn't like you because you're you. And they have the right to. And guess what? They're just not for you. Someone calls me a loser for playing Sims? Not my person. Love that for you. Go find your Minecraft buddies, whatever it is, whatever makes them happy. So don't sit here breaking your back saying, oh, but Jenny, everybody likes me, but Jenny from the office. Bump Jenny from the office. Go find Jenny from the block. Maybe she'll like you. Maybe she'll value your most authentic self. You trying to get office Jenny and I want Jenny on the block. Hello? And the perfect example of this is Maleficent. Maleficent, before we got her movie, she was the villain. She was the evil queen. We did not like her. Speak for yourself, but we did not like her, you know? Then we get the movie. And it's like, huh, wow, she's that girl. She did nothing wrong. All, all these realizations of all she did was she just stood true to herself. And really the villain was that king. That, that, that king of a man, that man of a king, whatever you want to say. He was the villain. He wanted Maleficent to do whatever, and all she did was stay true to herself. She wasn't conforming, and she let other others think she was the villain. She never killed Aurora. She never, yeah, I mean, she she placed a curse on a girl. But we get a backstory, and we're like, oh, this this is more understanding. She's not that bad of a person, and that's what it's gonna have to be for you. Let them think what they have to think. Nine times out of ten. The person that screams and the wounded person, the person whose feelings are so hurt, 
They're just hurt because you're not conforming. You're not doing what you want them to do. They're not benefiting off of you. So they're, as, as I, in my nanny ways, they're just throwing a tantrum. They have some big emotions, some big feelings about you being yourself. And don't you dare change yourself because of their big feelings. Don't you take on the responsibility of their actions, their feelings, because you're just being yourself. You're valuing yourself. You are recharging yourself. They'll figure it out with those big feelings. They'll use their, their big boy, big girl brain. And guys, that is the closing. We're wrapping up this episode. I hope that you took something from this episode and that we are going to leave some things. We're going to leave people pleasing and not having boundaries and adjusting ourselves and overgiving from an empty cup. If your gas light is on, park it, pull it into a gas station, recharge, get some juice. So that when you can give, when you give out the kindness of your heart, when you give not out of obligation, when you show up for others out the kindness of your heart, you are not pouring from this depleted, empty cup, this old, dusty, rusty, cracked, shriveled up cup, okay? That's not what we want. Our cup needs to be at an overflow within ourselves so that we can give. We need to be at full. We need to be on F for ourselves so that we can show up for ourselves as ourselves and help others out the kindness of our heart. And guys, as always, I hope you have a beautiful week. I hope something resonates. I do want to put a disclaimer. Allergies are kicking your girl's butt, so it definitely it shows a little bit um, with the sound. And also I'm filming in not my normal spot, so there is a little bit of sound difference. But hey, Baby, as long as you got the message, we are good to go. Until next time, talk to you guys later.